This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, identity politics. The goal of identity politics is to reverse power and control from the status quo to identity groups that have historically not been as successful in a societal game. The American dream that involves conscientiousness, aggression, and personal responsibility. They battle against what they call the patriarchy, which are the traditional values of meritocracy, competence, and entrepreneurship. The strategy is If you can't win by the rules, change the rules. They want new rules, ones they have the advantage in, specifically their identity, being a woman, minority, or weirdo. Their alliances are easy to identify as the enemy of my enemy is my friend, where men are the enemy, specifically old white men. Their success in promoting identity has been astounding. An entire generation has been trained that personal responsibility is oppression, that free speech is offensive, that meritocracy is privilege. Over the past couple of decades, the purveyors of identity politics have used identity-based complaints as cover to justify their reversal of power. For example, claiming unequal pay or hostile work environment is purely objective and unsubstantiated, but highly believable and effective as a lever. Their targets are almost exclusively white men and organizations run by white men. Accusations are their weapon and patient infiltration is their tactic. First into government, then into academia, and most effective, capturing the purveyors of opinion, which includes the mainstream media and entertainment industry. Any whites that resist them are called white nationalists, an irony that goes unmentioned since American nationalism is the only identity that the identity mongers reject. However, the election of Donald Trump shows that resistance is forming. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.